Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash nightmare neighbors, bad neighbors, whatever you want to call it. It was actually on Ask Reddit, but there was a question on there which said, what is your worst experience with bad neighbors? So I thought that's right up our alley, so we had to cover it. If you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And with that being said, let's just crack straight on with today's stories. So as I said, this comes from distribution okay 9089 and he asked ask Reddit, what is your worst experience with bad neighbors? So we'll start straight away with no way this is taken, who says, when my wife and I moved into our house in the summer of 2019, the neighbors on either side of us warned us about the people renting the house directly behind ours. Apparently they have been known to cause trouble and blow things way out of proportion, bordering on paranoia of everyone around them. We kept it in mind, but we had no issues for the first six months or so after moving in. The house sits on a hill behind ours, so overlooks the majority of our backyard due to the elevation change. Well, one night, morning technically, at about 3am, we wake up to ring notifications from our phone showing us video from our front doorbell. There's a man standing barefoot in a sleeveless shirt on our porch pounding on the front door. We give it two to three minutes just watching him on the app thinking maybe he's drunk and he has the wrong house, essentially giving him the benefit of the doubt. But then we start to hear him say, come out you effing pussy, I'm going to F you up, etc. He then leaves the porch and starts to head around the side of the house towards our backyard. Considering we had no idea who this was, my wife now immediately calls the police as I move out of our bedroom towards the external doors to look and listen for any attempt of home invasion. At this point, our neighbors directly behind us throw a huge spotlight into our backyard from theirs. We're thinking, okay, cool, they know something is up and they're trying to help us by shedding light on our backyard. The cops arrive several long minutes later and knock. We explain the situation and they head out back to look around and get the scoop from the neighbors with the spotlight. It turns out that the spotlight neighbor was the one on our porch. He jumped our fence into our backyard and up into his yard then threw the light on. He told the police that several nights prior, I'd let my puppy out into my own backyard in the middle of the night because I was in my boxers that I was trying to expose myself to his family because they could look down on our entire yard from where theirs sits. He followed this up to the police with evidence, which consisted of videos he had taken through our windows of my wife and I inside our own home doing totally normal things like chores, watching TV, etc. Nothing inappropriate or scandalous. Not that it would have mattered anyway. We're in our own home. Because of the elevation difference, if they went out of their way, they could technically slightly see through our closed blinds due to the angle. So they had to been filming us for no reason at all and expected the police to see this as reasonable. The cops came back in and my wife was devastated. A huge breach of our privacy, of course, and totally unfounded accusations as we had never done anything to anger these people. We hadn't even met them. The police told us, just don't worry about it. If he tries something again, just give us a call, which wasn't the most comforting at the time. They moved out a few months later without any additional issues. My wife and I celebrated like it was a holiday when we saw the moving van in their driveway. Wow. And time to reset says, lived in a small apartment and my neighbors always cranked up their music to 11, like loud, loud. 
and until something like 7am, maybe later, but that's when I would leave for work. It was so loud that I couldn't hear my own TV over it. My neighbors and I would bang on the door, but they would never open the door. It was like trying to sleep at a festival. Then at some point I found out they often left for a bar across the street, but would just leave the music on. So I'd pull the breaker for their apartment, but they would just come back at 5am and turn it back on. It was reported by heaps of people, but nothing was ever done. So at some point I would jam their lock when they were out so their keys wouldn't work anymore and they had to get the property manager in while the music was blasting inside. After a couple of times of that happening, they were evicted. Maybe I'm the bad neighbor in this story. (laughs) Someone replied to this one saying, no, you're chaotic, good, and absolutely you did all your neighbors around you a favor. No one could have been enjoying that. And Lady Ringo says, when I started my first job post-college, I was thrilled to live by myself for the first time in my life. I had this beautiful one bedroom apartment in a solid part of town. Everything was great until six months later when new tenants moved in next to my unit. I had a package go missing, a phone case. Amazon had posted a photo of it at my door, so I thought that it was just a fluke. Then it happened again and again and again. The office wouldn't accept packages, so I had to get my items delivered to friends' places instead. Overall, wildly inconvenient, and the police didn't care in the slightest when I reported it, so I just figured I'd deal with it. Fast forward a few weeks and I came home after being gone for less than an hour to see that my doorknob and front door were scraped up and the doorknob was barely hanging on. Long story short, I've been parking in plain view of this guy's window, so he was able to tell when I was home. I am 100% convinced he tried to break into my place and that me coming home early interrupted him. I googled his name after I moved, I got off a package at his door and found that he was a convicted felon with charges that include grand theft auto, domestic assault, drug dealing and an attempted break in. And that's a pretty scary one that someone was actually trying to gain entry to your place and you knew he was a convicted felon afterwards. Was he just trying to get into rob your place or something more sinister? Who knows? Wolf97 says, their dogs got into my backyard and attacked my dog. My dog ended up okay, but it was a long recovery and he still doesn't walk right. He was and is the happiest dog ever, so to see him on the ground covered in blood was the worst thing ever. The dogs were able to get through because their kids had taken a plank out of my fence. They didn't have a fence. I left a letter on their door explaining the situation. They showed up at my door to tell me that it was my fault for not having a stronger fence and they wouldn't be paying any medical bills. After a lot of them yelling and me calmly explaining why they actually would be paying, they eventually complied. They did build a fence backwards with a flat side facing them. They're also loud as fuck. Got chickens that escape on a regular basis in our suburban neighborhood and are overall scummy people. And Club with a Jungle theme says apartment building. The upstairs neighbor's dog peed on their patio and it dripped down onto me while I was sitting outside reading. I yelled and ran to the shower and when I texted them to ask them to take their dog out to pee in the future, they said it wasn't their dog and it must have blown from somewhere else. What? (laughs) And Pete the pianist says, I got along fine with my neighbors for three years, a mother and her adult son. They were both nice, but the son was very quiet. Sometimes he'd say, hey, and other times he didn't seem to recognize me. I assumed he was a recovering addict and didn't want to intrude. What ended up catching me though was when I listed the house for sale and found a family who was excited to make an offer. They were coming for their third tour so they could show it to their extended family. Apparently during this tour, the son scaled onto my patio, which is a feat in itself, and pounded on the back door and windows screaming at them to get out. 
He managed to break one of the windows before they cleared the property and called the police. When they contacted me, I learned he was a schizophrenic and had a considerable history of violent outbursts, including attempting to stab family members. Apparently, he thought I had stolen the house from its rightful owner and was trying to sell it behind their back. To his credit though, he referred to me as a bodybuilder, which I didn't hate. The family decided not to make an offer and I ended up having to pull it from the market. Holy shit. And Technician Plenty replied to this one saying, my favorite part is, and quotes, to his credit, followed up by, if someone's gonna break into my home, they better have the compliments at the fucking ready. <laughs> and Thin Host says, I used to live in a horrible apartment with paper thin walls. The people next door were a woman who looked like she was in her 70s and what I thought was her 30-something grandson. They would yell at each other all day, constantly blast their TV, and the smell of their cigarette smoke would waft through into my apartment and make the place absolutely reek. The worst was at night when the two of them would have loud sex, which is how I figured out they weren't related. Maybe they are. Every night for an hour, creak in bed banging against my bedroom wall and the old woman moaning like a stuck pig nightmarish i also think that the guy kept track of my schedule and watched me because whenever i came home or went out even when i took out the garbage he would be there outside his place trying to chit chat with me while staring at my body and being completely gross lived there a year but felt like 10. and i'm not sure why this story just popped into my head it's for another one from where i used to live around the area and when we was younger there was about you know 10 or 15 of us who were all around the same age and left our doors open you can go in and out of each other's houses it was that kind of community spirit that we had around there and as i told you before the area was always sort of considered rough from the outside but we had a little family dynamic thing going on between us all you know and amongst like us all being the same age around like 10 or 11 there was a couple of older kids around around 16 or 17 around that kind of age who were almost like the protectors of all us of all of us you know and one day one of these so-called protectors was outside and we had some new neighbors move in and um this this 17 year old had long hair like past his shoulders and one of these new neighbors come out and started taking taking the pee out of him before having long hair like usual like oh girly hair kind of all those sort of like taunts and all that sort of stuff and a couple of other slurs thrown in there as well for good measure. And when we was younger, we really looked up to these people. Like they, they protected us. So when people were attacking them, it almost felt like we had to get our own back kind of thing. And now now I'm older, I don't condone of violence or anything like that. But, but when we was younger, we used to have, we're talking years back now. <laughs> we used to have these like traditional metal trash cans, you know, like silver, almost chrome looking trash cans with metal lids on. So picture this scene, picture this with me. We're all stood there. There's the 17-year-old who's getting the pee taken out of him. This this big new neighbor, an adult, proper adult, taking the pee out of him. Then there's about three of us stood there just watching this go down. And then out of nowhere, you hear a clink of a trash can lid. And then suddenly, jumping from the wall is one of our friends with a trash can lid in his hand and banged him straight over the head as hard as you like. He went down like a sack of spuds. And with that, we all scattered like in a star formation, just scattered off all over the place. Everyone disappeared and the street was quiet for ages with us just peeping out the windows to see what's going on. You could see, you could see other neighbors like looking through the window. Oh, is he, is he getting up yet? Is he getting up yet? We thought he was dead for a while, but he did, he did eventually get up and he pretty much kept to himself after that. So, you know, it was a lesson learned for him. Not that I condone the violence at all, but that's what happened. <laughs> 
But we're back onto the stories with Look Alive 0710, definitely the shithead 19 year olds that live next door to me when I was finishing up college that screamed at Call of Duty at the top of their lungs through paper thin walls every night when they got killed who also threw a pumpkin on the roof of my car, causing 3K worth of damage, which is considered a felony vandalism in Michigan. I finally got them to confess and basically gave them a stern talking to. As a 22 year old, that was just done with college nonsense at that point, and I told them I wasn't gonna press charges as long as his insurance paid for it. Later that year, when his roommate was flipping out about COD and yelled something along the lines of, God effing hackers, everyone is effing cheating, what the F is this bullshit, I hate this game, bunch of effing losers and cheaters. Which was very clear through my bedroom wall while I was studying. So I didn't hesitate, since it had been months of that, after he got done with his tantrum and said, sounds like you just suck at COD bro. I heard a crash of what sounded like a controller being banished to the shadow realm <laughs> and then didn't hear anything from him for a month. It was glorious. And Le Pointless Porcupine says, we rented a house that had another apartment in the basement. The lady who lived below us kept to herself for the most part, so we didn't see her much. Part of our rental was a detached garage, and she asked if she could put a small deep freezer in our garage. We were using it for storage, so we were fine with it. After a couple of weeks of having her freezer in there, it somehow got unplugged, and she came unglued on us and wanted us to pay to replace everything. I understood her frustration, but we hardly ever went into the garage since it was only for storage. In other words, we definitely didn't unplug it and our landlord agreed, but she was pissed. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. She had a son in college who came home for summer. During that summer, he found a cat and brought it home. His mum said no cats inside, so he would feed the kitten outside. She was pretty wild. He left for school again in the fall and we noticed that the cat was getting very thin. We started feeding her outside in her usual spot. Around Christmas time, we bought a bag of cat food and I made a plate of cookies and left them both on our neighbor's front door. The next day, they were both back on our porch. Rude, whatever. We continued to feed the cat because she obviously wasn't feeding her. A few weeks later, the cat came to our door crying. She was trying to come inside. Super weird considering she was pretty wild and we'd never let her inside before. I let her in and noticed she was pregnant and for sure about to have babies. I made her a little corner and she had the babies the next day. We let her stay in the house with us, but we knew we couldn't keep her. I went downstairs to talk to our neighbor. She said that her son's cat was a boy, so the cat we had obviously wasn't his. I posted on Facebook to see if anyone was interested in fostering a cat and her kittens because we couldn't keep her. Her son saw my post on Facebook and got super mad at his mum. She then called the cops and said that I stole her cat and lied to her when confronted me about having the cat in my possession. 
It was the stupidest, most frustrating thing that has ever happened to me as far as neighbors go. And there was an edit and update which said didn't mean to leave you wanting more. Honestly, didn't think people would care so much about the story. The police called Animal Control who then contacted us. They asked us to take the cat and her kittens to the shelter so that if the neighbor really wanted the cats, he would have to pay the fees as well as get her vaccinated and licensed. We did take them to the shelter and as far as I know, she did pay the fees to pick her up. However, I did see her on Animal Shelter's Facebook adoption page not long after that. Poor baby. For the record, I was heartbroken to have to take her to the shelter. I felt awful for moving her and her babies around like that. I'm sure she was so anxious and scared. We would have tried to keep her, but we were moving to a new place that same week. Hence the urgency to find her a foster home and we weren't allowed to have pets. All authorities involved thought that she was nuts and I think they were also frustrated to have to deal with a stupid situation. And two, Baveridge says, he lived in the apartment right below my husband and I. It went from constant complaints to him calling the cops on us multiple times to him leaving threatening messages on our car and front door. When we first moved in, he was upset with the landlord for renting above him, left plenty of unpleasant notes and interrupted quite a few times when we were talking to the landlord. When we moved in, we only had a mattress and no other furniture, but kept calling the landlord saying that we were moving furniture around at 2am and had our TV at full blast. After the eighth complaint in two months of us still moving around furniture and TV being too loud, we finally showed our apartment to the landlord. We literally didn't have a TV and still only had our mattress. Then the neighbor started leaving notes on our car telling us to keep it down and he even put in writing, there needs to be no noise after 10 p.m. or else I call the cops. We usually didn't even get home till after 11 p.m. and we were respectful to make sure we kept things down because we knew that not everyone had our work schedule. So we tried keeping it down even more and there were so many instances when we'd be eating dinner or cuddling quietly or even sleeping and he'd be banging on his ceiling and our floor. After a few months, he started calling the cops and it got to the point where even the cops told him to stop calling about noise complaints because it's a landlord issue. And every time they came, they never heard anything. The last time they showed up, I was asleep and my husband ended up talking to them and explaining everything. They suggested that we file a harassment complaint. Then the cops showed up at the coffee shop I worked at at the time and explained that they were getting almost nightly calls and they suggested to me too that we should file a harassment complaint against a neighbor. Then he started leaving threatening notes on our car and our front door and we kept hearing our doorknob jiggle. He claimed that he and a friend had sat outside our apartment for two hours and listened to all the noise we were making. He's a retired cop and he would call in a few favors if we continue making noise. He knows where we park our car, so we better start parking it somewhere else if we didn't want it to get damaged, etc. We kept the notes and made copies for the landlord and let him know that this is what we were dealing with, so we're just keeping him in the loop before shit started getting real. AKA, we're tired of this and if an old guy gets his shit rocked, then just to know it's been a long time coming. The last complaint was when he ran outside to the landlord screaming that something needed to be done about us because he heard our bed squeak the night before and how dare he rent to some crazy college kids who are partying and having sex all night. The landlord finally told him to fuck off and stop being a bitter old man. Then the neighbor took a total 180 and we found out that he decided to sue the landlord and was moving. Suddenly the neighbor kept offering us rides when one of us were walking. He stopped complaining and leaving notes, but our doorknob kept jiggling and turning at around midnight. And whenever we would check our door, we'd hear someone running down the hall as we'd approach our door. He eventually moved away and shockingly, we haven't gotten a complaint from any other neighbor in the last three years we lived here. 
that's some horror movie shit, isn't it? Where you can see like the doorknob jiggling in the middle of the night. There's like no way. What was he? What was his plans? If the door opened, what was he planning to do? That's what always goes through my head. And our next one's from Core Hookmaster, who says we had some neighbors that used to leave their garbage out in plastic bags the night before garbage day instead of putting it in a bin. Around here, that's just ringing the dinner bell for raccoons and other critters. Sure enough, morning, there's garbage strewn all over the neighborhood. What the raccoons and skunks didn't spread around, the wind picked up the slack. Some of the people on our street kindly approached the guy and asked him to put his garbage in a bin. He told them to go fuck themselves. Thus began the garbage wars. <laughs> Every morning of garbage day, some people on my street would collect all the half-eaten and rotten trash from their lawns and toss it back into the dude's backyard. He would collect it and dump it back on their lawns or cram it into their bushes. People started finding half-eaten burritos and candy wrappers in their mailboxes. The street started to look like a slum. Police were called, health inspectors, city bylaw enforcement. Each side was calling in whatever authority they could muster to get their enemy in shit. The dude and his family, amazingly his wife seemed perfectly pleasant, lasted about eight months, then moved. Every once in a while I find random margarine lid or a piece of styrofoam in my hedge and my mind goes back to the <laughs> to those dark days of war. <laughs> All that popped into my head then was some sort of Lord of the Rings-esque battle just about to begin. <laughs> and according height 866 says, I lived in an apartment with a slot of rotating tenants. An elderly lady moved in across the hall from me, promptly started hoarding. I started to figure it out when her deck slash porch started filling up with odds and ends furniture, including, but not limited to, a roll top desk. She also yelled at me once for taking her key out of the front door and putting it in the mail slot. Anyway, after a couple of weeks, I started to realize that I hadn't seen her in a while and started to smell something really weird. Turns out she had died and no one knew about it for a week, hence the smell. Her family came and cleared out all her stuff about a week after that. This is Wisconsin in the winter and I had my good Doc Martin work boots outside my door because they were wet. They used one of my boots to prop open their door while they moved out and then stole them when they were done. What? And Nick2711 says, dude pretended to be a reverend but was actually just a filthy fucking hoarder. He insisted on wearing sandals all of the time and whenever he left his flat, the entire stairwell would stink of century old unwashed feet. Eventually, the beetles that had infested his flat crawled up and into our kitchen, then everywhere. Took months to get him evicted. Fuck that guy. And Doody McGuina says, moved into a crappy apartment in a building that was occupied by basically the worst people in the area. Pretty rural small town. Junkies, alcoholics, etc. I moved there because I don't have a driver's license and I needed to live close to my new job at a cafe. No buses in the area except school buses. And it was relatively cheap. Anyways, one night when I came home from work, I met two of my neighbors by the entrance to the building. These two were living wall to wall with me and I had listened to their drugged up Saturnalias more than once. They started following me up the stairs, not saying a single word, just following me. I rushed inside and locked my door when they started hammering at it, yelling, hammering their hands at the door so hard I thought they would break it. I yelled back at them, what the fuck do you want? Leave me alone. They stopped their hammering and the man said with a fragile voice, we were just wondering if we could borrow your pee for a drug test tomorrow. I not so politely declined, told him to fuck off and called the police. Didn't live there for much longer, I'll tell you that. So why were they chasing you? Why were they hammering on the door? Were they going to force the pee out of you at one stage or what? And then went for the, the polite way to ask for your pee. <laughs> what the hell's the situation? Can't be just stealing pee off people, man. 
And next was from Dalek999. Lived in an apartment building with little better than paper for walls. You could clearly hear the next door neighbors' conversations, them having sex, walking up the stairs, etc. For some reason, they thought it would be totally awesome to install a surround sound system and affix the speakers to our shared wall. It was not awesome. It was so loud that it literally shook the wall and we couldn't hear our own television unless we turned it up ridiculously loud in return. The neighbors did not respond kindly to our request that they place the speakers elsewhere or at least turn the bass down. It ultimately ended up with the cops being called on them after the guy got pissed at being asked again to turn it down and started pounding on the wall and screaming about how he's gonna fuck us up. They finally got evicted when he threatened someone at the management office on some other matter. Before he got evicted though, we begged the office to just let us move to a different apartment. Couldn't afford the lease breaking fee to just leave. And they did let us move to another building. And our new neighbors had a parrot that never shut the fuck up. And a special needs child who would literally spend hours banging on their piano screaming and singing, my name is Amanda. What can you do in that situation except grin and bear it, I guess. Once our lease was up, I was so fucking glad to leave that apartment complex. Some noises expected in apartment buildings. I've certainly lived in other apartments and was fine with a normal and expected amount of noise. But when there's zero sound insulation and you have neighbors that don't give a shit, it sucks pretty bad. Man, I, I, I need to end this video. <laughs> I can't stop reading them. And David6 says, my current neighbors will randomly light bombshell fireworks in the middle of the night during middle of the week as if some of us don't have to wake up early for work. Also, when I was younger and living in a different city, our front neighbor stole our dog from our backyard one day, and we didn't find out it was them until a few months later when we saw our dog in their yard. They denied they stole it and wouldn't give it back to us until we got the police involved. What the hell? Let's have one more from Hort for Teach who says, had a neighbor a few houses down who kept to himself. One day he was turned onto our road and I happened to be behind him. Some kids were cutting across his yard, so he stopped to yell at them and I couldn't go around, so I was stuck. He then started backing up, but I had only a little room before backing into a very busy road. He then hit the front of my car and yelling at me. I was maybe 18 at the time and was legitimately terrified. I was able to make it down the block to my house, called my mum, and she encouraged me to make a police report. The officer came, was super kind and offered to go to the house of the man who hit me to get his insurance information. The man refused to answer and the officer made a report and called to check in later in the afternoon. That night, the neighbor ended up taking a shotgun and pounded on a few neighbor's doors, presumably looking for me. The police were called and quite a few officers responded. They could not find the man, so had everyone on our street shelter in place until they could find him. Officers ended up finding him under a boat in his backyard. I don't know if he was arrested or committed, but he was never back at his house and his family sold it a few months later. Wow, another scary one. And it's just ones, it's these ones that, you know, things could have been so much different. What if he did find your house, you open the door, would he have used the shotgun? Who knows? That's what I find crazy about some of these situations. But guys, as always, if you've got your own nightmare neighbor story, I know I keep saying that I need to raise my new subreddit so we can get our, our own nightmare neighbor stories on there as well. But let me know if you have any of your own. I would love to hear them. And let me know if you did enjoy these stories because this is one of my favorite things. <laughs> Thank you so much for your love, support and time. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.